Good morning, listeners. Oh my goodness. I just got more than 12 hours of rest. And I spent a majority of that time one-on-one talking to my Lord Jesus. It was amazing. So I am recharged and reset. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. It's a daily podcast, and I'm your host, Pamela Staten. I want to dedicate today's podcast to two of my friends that passed away in 2022, and ironically, they were the same age and just angels for God, apparently. He called them home way too soon. Shouting out to MJ in heaven and Tanya as well. And it was at Tanya's funeral that we heard of all these wonderful community activities and programs she was involved in. And I just really didn't know it about her. So I'm just saying, listeners, it's so good to do good and make sure that everybody knows that you're doing good, doing good things. Amen. Let us pray. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way Thank you for your tender care. Today and tomorrow, we know you'll be there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord, it will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. When I wake up in the morning, at the beginning of each day, I look up to heaven And here is what I say. Thank you, dear God, for my eyes that can see, for my legs that can move, for the care you take of me, for my brain to enlighten me from heaven above, for my heart that can beat and is so full of love. All these are gifts that my God gives to me, and I'll always be grateful throughout eternity. Dear God, you know me, so please guide me. Show me the paths that lead to abundant life and convict me when I am tempted to stray from you. As you guide me, restore me. I will place my hope in you at all times because you know all things And by you, my life is held together. You are my strength in times of need, and you have become my salvation. So hold me close, Lord, 
and teach me to walk in a manner worthy of the calling that you have given me. Direct my steps as I guard, as you guard my life, because I want to glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Holy Spirit, you know my heart. You understand my deepest wants and needs, and you know me better than I know myself. There is nowhere I could run to escape your presence and nothing I could hide from you. And that is why right now I am asking you to give me your divine wisdom and guidance. I don't always know what to pray for. My soul is weary and I am tired. I often worry about making the right decision, but I want to live a life that honors you. Even though I may feel like I can't move forward or see you, I know that I have you, Lord. Amen. Father, how grateful we are that we don't have to beg, we don't have to plead, we don't have to wonder, we don't have to doubt. We just know that everything you've said is absolutely true and that anyone who is willing to ask you to forgive them of sin and surrender their life to your lordship, to your way and to your will, well, everything will change for all eternity. And we are grateful beyond all ability to express thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, amen. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will while I am waiting, yielded and still. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Search me and try me, Master, today. Whiter than snow, Lord, wash me just now. As in thy presence, humbly I bow. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Power, all power, surely is thine. Touch me and heal me, Savior divine. Fill with thy spirit till all shall see. Christ only, always, living in me. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation, of whom? Should I be afraid? Of whom should I be afraid? The Lord is my light and my help. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom should I shrink? There is one thing I ask of the Lord, and for this I long to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And I believe I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So hope in God and take heart. Trust in the Lord. The Lord is my light 
and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Of whom should I be afraid? Not a doggone soul. Stay right there, listeners. And don't you dare be afraid. We'll be right back. In Touch Magazine says that Christ has set believers free from the condemnation of sin, but fighting against it is still a challenge. We can all identify with Paul's struggle in Romans 7 because we too may feel enslaved to sinful acts, habits, or attitudes. Here's how you can enjoy the freedom that Christ has won for you. First, recognize that your problem is spiritual. When you were saved, you received a new nature created in righteousness, holiness, and truth, but you still live in a fleshly fallen body that's bent towards sin, and that is why you're feeling an eternal conflict. Second, Examine your motives and desires. Ask yourself, why do I indulge to the point that I am mastered by this temptation? And thirdly, how you can enjoy the freedom that Christ has won for you is to cry out to the Lord for help. Listeners, fill your mind with biblical truth. Then believe that the Holy Spirit will enable you to deny your sinful desires and walk in obedience to God. The Lord is progressively setting you free from the power of sin. And although you will always battle it to some degree in this life, the outcome is certain. After death or when Christ returns, You'll be completely free from sin and won't ever, ever struggle with it again. Amen. And now from my Charles F. Stanley Bible, Life Principles Bible, we're going to answer this question. What should I do when I feel distant from God? Well, first, you can read Judges chapter 6. Listeners, it is safe to say not a believer alive today has avoided those desert times when he or she didn't feel the presence of God. It is a problem that all of us have to confront at some point along the way. Many factors can make us feel distant from our Heavenly Father. And sometimes it's a matter of our accuser, the devil, talking in our ears and speaking his deception. At other times, these distant times turn out to be seasons when God is trying to bring us closer to himself. Sometimes it's a matter of our need to do some inner house cleaning. 
Nothing can make us feel more distant from God than unconfessed sin. So while our failures do not affect God's unconditional love for us, they can drive an emotional and spiritual wedge between us and him because of how we think. Throughout the book of Judges, we read how the nation of Israel sinned and drifted in its devotion to the Lord. And many times when our hearts became entangled with disobedience and the things of this world, God would allow us to experience a feeling of distance between him and us. And this is exactly what Israel should have felt in those dark days. The people should have recognized their spiritual poverty. Instead, they continued to worship Baal without regard to the holy nature of God and his intimate love for them. So therefore, he did allow them to go through a time of testing. In Judges chapter 6, verse 6, we read, so, is, is, so Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. So we see here at work an important principle regarding repentance and regaining favor with the Lord. When we realize our error, listeners, and we cry out to the Lord, he turns in our direction. He never comes, however, if being summoned by a superior. He comes when it's our hearts that have been broken and when at last we realize our need for him. When we humbly confess our sins and our dependence on him, he hears our prayers and he's the one that brings deliverance from sin. If at all you're experiencing a time of coolness in your relationship with God, do not hesitate to turn to him in prayer, confess any known sin, and then ask him to restore the sweetness of his fellowship to your heart. Amen. Let that sink in. If you are experiencing a time of coolness in your relationship with God, don't hesitate to turn to him in prayer. Confess any known sin and ask him to restore the sweetness of his fellowship to your heart. Be right back. Pray with me. I adore you, O oh my God, and I love you with all my heart. I give you thanks that you have created me and made me a Christian and preserved me through the night. I offer thee the actions of this day, and I grant that all of them may be according to thy holy will for thy greater glory. Save me from sin and from all evil. 
Let thy grace be always with me. Amen. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, may everything I do begin with you. Continue with your help and be done under your guidance. May my sharing free me from my sins and make me worthy of your healing. May I grow in your love and your service and become a pleasing offering to you and with you to your Father. May the mystery I celebrate help me to reach eternal life with you. Amen. Pray with me. Do not look forward to tomorrow what may happen today. The same everlasting Father who cares for you today will take care of your tomorrow and every day. Either he will shield you from suffering or will give you unfailing strength to bear it. Be at peace then. Put aside all anxious thoughts and imaginations and say continually, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart is trusted in him and I am helped. He is not only with me, but me in him. Amen. So do not look forward to what may happen tomorrow. Pray with me. Thank you, Lord, for being there for me and allowing me to cry out to you in my times of need. It is amazing to me that the Lord of the universe would take time to listen to me and to care about what I say. God, there are things happening around me right now that I do not understand. Some of these things make me feel weak, helpless, and afraid. So even in the midst of this, I know that you are the Lord. I know that the situation is in your hand, and I trust you. I beseech you for your strength and wisdom that I might be able to endure this situation and be able to handle it in a way that would bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name, amen. And from a spectacle of glory, it says on a day when discouragement steals across your life like an afternoon shadow, it is a good time to stash your smartphone, turn off your TV, open your Bible, and read scripture. Let the words flow across your soul. Read them out loud. And one day there will be a great shout, the actual voice of the mighty archangel and the clear call of a trumpet. Then in a single heartbeat, we will actually be with the Lord and with all the believers who have gone before us. It will be forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. If your anxieties have been pulling you down 
or your situation is coloring your world blue, take courage from these truths and then go out and encourage someone else. Sometimes people have been looking down for so long that they just need a little nudge to look up. Pray with me. Dear God, I get so excited with the reality that you could call me at any moment. One minute I'll be in my chair and in a single blink, I'll be with you in the air, dancing in the clouds, embracing my dad and mom and so many wonderful friends who have already crossed over. I must wait for that moment, but really, I can't wait. Amen. Lord, I've lost much in life, but I have gained more. And what I've lost isn't really lost. It's just gone ahead of me. Help me, Lord, to cling to you, the giver, rather than to the beautiful gifts that you have given me in your kindness and love. With your help, I open my hands and release my grip. Listeners, hold life's blessings loosely. Be thankful for the people, places, and situations that God brings into your life today, but also be willing to let the blessings go should God choose to take them away. One day he will return what he has removed or replace it with something better. Amen. Stay right there. When we come back, God's going to whisper in our ear. So listen carefully as he whispers. You need peace with me in order to have peace with others. And in order to have peace, you need to pursue it. I know it's difficult to be peaceful in all situations at all times. People are dynamic and difficult. But understand that I am not asking you to compromise your beliefs. I'm simply asking you to act in love, communicate in a godly manner, and operate under the attitude of forgiveness. You can live in peace with others by trying to understand through prayer the position of others, seeking to grasp it why it is not, why it is that situation that upsets you and why the words and actions of individuals in the situation cause you distress. We must always, in an attitude of love, Give others the benefit of the doubt. There are always motivations to behaviors, and sometimes you can lose sight of the root of the issues at hand. Pursuing my peace is not easy, but it's the only way to live according to my will in order to receive my blessings. In the same way that I have mercy on you, 
you should show mercy to others. Do not allow yourself to operate out of hate or anger, but rather choose the path of peace through love. Psalm 34, 14 says, search for peace and work to maintain it. Thank you, Lord, for that whisper. And now from Pray More. If a man does not know what port he is steering, no wind is favorable to him. And that is enough to make anyone stop and think about their plans. Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Raising my hand. Listeners, when we're not focused on where we think God wants us to go, we feel as if we're getting nowhere. And this lack of direction can lead to stress. The stress a seafarer may feel when all he seems to be doing is wandering around the oceans, trying not to get shipwrecked by a storm and feeling lost with no safe port in sight. You know God has a purpose for your life, so be assured that as long as you put everything you're doing in his hands, leaving the results to him and him alone, not only will your stress abate, but God will make your plans succeed. Raising my hand, raising my hand. Pray with me. Lord, I'm looking to you to help me navigate these waters I commit all my plans and works to you. Amen. Listeners, I told you. I just came off of a 12-hour slumber. And you can be sure I was seeking God's direction the entire time. I was good and exhausted, burnt out, worn out. Why? Possibly because I was trying to make things happen on my own. Well, I laid down and I asked God for his guidance. I gave it to him. I placed it at his foot. I said, God, this is yours. You know what's happening. You know the people I'm dealing with. You know the situation. You know the project. You know my heart. You know what I want to do. Jesus, take the wheel. And then, listeners, I went to sleep. And I rested and I recharged my battery and I got my whole plan, for lack of better, reset. It's God's will be done in all things. 
And the sooner you know to give it over to Jesus, the sooner you will rest in peace like I did. I'm recharged, I'm reset, and I'm so grateful. Thank you, Jesus. Because sure enough, when I woke up this morning, I was ready, ready to do the podcast, ready to spend time with you, ready to pray, ready to give praise. And now I'm ready to worship. Have a beautiful day. Come back tomorrow so we can do it again. Bye for now.